Okay, I'm recording. Okay. How's Pokemon going? Oh, well, we'll get to that anyway. <laughs> that was the weirdest way to start. Jesus I was just Christ. genuinely curious. Anyway, I do have a question for you, Jay. Okay. Which I thought about. Oh, no. So here's the question, okay? Yeah. I can't see you over there. Hold on. Fucking hell. I, I need to sort this. Mic layout is not working for us. For you? Here's the question. Is a game worse if you don't want to play it even if you haven't played it for years. So, Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion. Yeah. I've played that game quite a bit. To yeah. To the point me too. where I don't really want to play it anymore. But a game like Witcher 3, which I've probably played slightly less, maybe, but like roughly the same ballpark, right? Hundreds of hours. Mm. I would happily go play again. So, my question to you is Is a game worse off or is it worse if you don't want to play it? I don't really understand the question. Do you want to like reword the it? The question is the question is the question. Make is, it simple because you um, this is tough. Is do I like The Witcher 3 more than I like Oblivion because I can still go back and play The Witcher 3 and I uh, don't really want to go back and play Oblivion. Uh it could be a bunch of factors, you know, just being mood at the time in general. But I think I think that's like maybe like a, an overall, yeah, I guess so. I'm trying to think like what the comparison is for me too, actually. Like, what game do I like coming back to? Surely, Street Fighter Four is a game you wouldn't want to play again. But like something, another fighting fighting game like Killer Instinct, you would. Yeah, like I guess again, that's a good that's a good comparison. Like... But I'm just trying to think of like an old game that I've put hundreds of hours into. That I wouldn't want to play versus another game that I've put hundreds of hours. I mean, what about Final Fantasy 15 and 13? Yeah, I about. probably wouldn't want to go back and play those. So yeah, but that I mean, again, they're like my favorite, so, like some of my favorite games of all time. So I guess no to the is the answer to your question. It doesn't mm. mean that. It just means that you're not in the mood for it right now. I agree. I agree. We'll go with no. I like how you changed yeah, my opinion just yeah, on man. just to like. Because you worded it differently, you know, different perspective. Oh, that's weird. What? You literally just like IRL just changed my mind by giving me a different perspective. Boom! Boom. Roasted. Jay. Yeah, I was going to mention in. that a little while ago, and I, I thought I'll wait till the podcast starts. Dude, the house is—it's in the messiest it'll probably ever be. I feel in, like you should probably. leave that there forever now. It's just like part of the. <laughs> just part of it now, you know. Oh my god! All right, Jay. Much well, like um... how my uh, my light switch is part of the background sometimes. <laughs> Your bathroom, my bedroom bathroom, light switch. bedroom light switch. Yeah. I was about to combine that word, but then I realised that both ends of the word is the same. Yeah, right. wouldn't wouldn't really so work. You can't have a yeah. You could have a bed bath switch, but that's bed bath stupid. and beyond. Oh god! The only reason we know about that is because of American buddy movies. We don't have What's Bed that? Bath and Beyond over here, do we? What is it? It's a like a shop where you go to buy your bed, your bedroom stuff, bathroom stuff, yeah. and beyond. 
but primarily bedroom and bathroom house stuff. Furniture. Yeah, oh, basically okay. just like house stuff. Right. It's a bit like the range, I guess. Mm. Probably the closest the comparison. The range is a funny name. Isn't or it? maybe like uh, like uh, B and Q or a home base, maybe. But like, although B and Q and home base is more like Home Depot, so maybe not. Who knows, bro? Getting into the nitty gritty. Jay, I want to start off this week. Yeah. By introducing us properly, because I don't usually do that. Okay. So. This is the TGO show. Welcome, one and all. This is a video game podcast where me and Jay talk about video games every week. Sometimes it goes out every week. Sometimes it doesn't, depending on if I've got a new kitchen or not. So we are currently pending the new kitchen going in. So everything's chaos, hence the ironing board. So it will go out when it goes out. And then that's that. Usually, hopefully, it's Saturday morning. And we also like to <laughs> we also like to talk about... <laughs> Loads of stuff. Old games, new games, current games, boring games, good games, COD games, Pokemon games. Primar- primarily stuff. Pokemon games. <laughs> primarily Pokemon. For you. Yeah, for me. I like that. At the I moment, like at least, anyway. Yeah, sure. So let's begin, Jay. Yeah. So if you haven't tuned in for the last few weeks, I basically have been telling... Me and Jay had this conversation a few weeks ago on the podcast. It basically changed my gaming perspective and, like, massively oh, right, influenced yeah. what games I'm playing. And I just want to talk to you, Jay, about the fact that... I'm sorry. I'm now revisited... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my gaming back catalogue has now just gone through the fucking yeah, road, Jay. Yeah, I know. So, no, I think mine has uh, too, So I honestly. just want to speak to you about uh, the fact that I have been revisiting old games that I previously dusted off the windowsill because I didn't think they were good enough for me. I gave you a new perspective. So, correct. I, I gave myself one as well because there's certain games I definitely wouldn't have wanted to have touched again, you know, well, at least soon, at least, you know. And um, some of those games uh, are Hades, Hollow Knight. I need to play more Hades again. Because oh, I dude, got I got pretty oh. far on the Switch, but I've hardly touched it on Xbox. Did you go? Did you get past Elysium? I think I got to the end. Oh. I want to say I think actually I think I did complete a one run, and then that's my only once. I'm only oh, one. I'm desperate. I'm desperate to complete one run. Yeah, it's. I yeah. mean, it's pretty difficult, but if you if you get it good at the game, so. it's not too bad. Well, 23% of people have completed one escape attempt on Xbox, which I'm, I think that's fucking mental. No, that's a quarter. It's not too bad. Yeah, but Jay, like, some people don't even get the tutorial achievement on a game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It depends on Game Pass and stuff, but anyway. Obviously, that's a joke to us, because I was playing Skull and Nexus earlier. Duffer. Anyway. So, what are the, uh, yeah, so those are some of the games. Division 2, obviously, a game we just came off that's another game and one of the games also jay was gears 3 that i'm playing with will just because i never actually completed it on insane oh okay i feel like i did one and two on insane yeah you might be right i might have done the same well, did i have to play gears on as well yeah i think gears 3 was the last gears i played mm. and i remember when gears 3 ended i was like yeah i'm good like, i don't need any more gears a bit like halo reach right with same you, same thing yeah, yeah i sort of hit halo like the end of three, the start of Reach and ODST, and I was just like, oh, I'm done. I can't. I'm... I haven't even bothered to try Infinite. I don't know if I'm even that bothered, honestly. I have it installed, but I'm not bothered to play it at the minute. Have you played Hollow Knight? No, but I know what it is. Okay. 
Oh, I, for a second there, I thought you meant Shovel Knight. I've played Shovel Knight, but not Hollow Knight. <laughs> Do you like Shovel Knight? Shovel Knight's great, yeah. I, I keep having an hour in about that. Well, I like, I like Mega Man, sort of Metroidvania-type games. Well, I love Castlevania Symphony of the Night, but I hate Mega Man. So I don't no, know. I love Mega Man. Yeah. Mega Man's great. Okay. All right. I have the, the Legacy Collection. Pretty fun. Sweet. What, both of them? Just the first one? or uh, I can't remember which one I have. Oh, fair, fair. All right. Well, that was pretty much it, Jay. That That's basically all of what's run through. Just, oh, no, that's a lie. That's a lie. I've remembered what I wanted to talk about, Jay. Go on, then. What I wanted to talk about was revisiting old games. There it is. There it is. Specifically, I suppose, in this instance, the beauty of backwards compatibility on Xbox. <laughs> yeah, true. It is kind of amazing. Has, I mean, like, it's amazing, really, that we, we see it as a feature because, obviously, I guess, pre-360 era, like, it was a norm, you know? Yeah. And now it's not a norm. And so so it's a, it's like it's something that we appreciate but maybe we shouldn't have to appreciate if you know what i mean but anyway it is what it is we do appreciate it so yeah i just want to talk to you about how that has changed over the years maybe and what it's like now in terms of how much do you revisit old games do you like doing it will you what's your process do you actually dive into them like deeply you know like if you guys have listened to the show much you know that like suddenly one week Jay will be like, yeah, I'm playing Scarlet Nexus and I'm like going to finish it. And I'm like, what? You haven't touched that game in like a year. And he's like, yeah, I'm just in the mood. Just in the mood. Something hit me. Or I yeah, might I come on and go like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm playing the 360 <sighs> version of Scarring because I never did the DLC. And people are like, what? It is what it is. I kind of so, yeah, got that feeling a little bit recently, actually. Not not with like an old old game, but I was really like I was thinking to myself, I'm actually tempted to still do this, but I really want to play Fallout Four. Mm. Like, there's a part of me that I've done this so many times where I've installed Fallout Four, I'll play it for ten minutes and go, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I do that so often it pisses me off, honestly. I like your purple jumper, by the way. It's not purple. Really? It's weird because on camera it is purple, but it's actually like a really deep green. That's really odd how on camera it's like bluey purple, but it's genuinely like green. Jay, I'm telling you now, if 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 ten people watch this on YouTube, we oh, have just man. hit the big time because we have got a gold blue dress situation happening right here. We kinda have. Hang on, it might just dude, be the that lighting. Is fucking purple. Oh, I see it coming through now. Is it just the lighting? Nah, I, I mean know. it still looks purple, bro. No, it's very <laughs> it's like a very deep green, like very dark green. I don't think. I mean, I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, I guess. Oh, anyways, mate. Anyways, yeah. So sometimes you'll install the game. Oh, I've done that. You know, yeah. like you start playing and you're like, oh, I don't want to play this. It pisses me off, especially like when you're in that mood where you're just jumping between game and game. You're just like, oh, I want to play. I want to like stick on something, but I can't because my mood just doesn't let me. I do that so often. It's really annoying. What about? previously when you were a kid playing you know uh ps2 maybe 360 is a great example dude uh do you think we'll ever get a generation where it will be like it was for the three or do you 360 or do you think that basically we're at a point in our lives where you know that's not going to be able to be replicated because we had more time than ever to game at that point right 
Do you mean like um, we're not going to have the same our fondness? You, you know what I mean? Like the same great games um, coming consistently. I feel like I have like a small amount of fondness for that time. But I feel like I probably have more, if not an equal amount, for like 2020. Just because I managed to do so much gaming during that year, you know. Mm. But like it just depends more on how much you play versus when, you know. Like I feel like playing back then, just because we it was we didn't really have as much of responsibility, versus now when we have a lot more, so we don't have as much time. I don't know. I'm guessing it might. It's probably different for you, right? No, no, no. I feel you though. Like those old games will always be there, so you could yeah, you just could a, have the best year. It had its time, ever. you know. Yeah, yeah, it had its it has its has its time has its place. So back to the original question, then. Yeah, so when you're like a kid and what and playing 360 and whatever else, you might have GameCube. I don't know DS. GameCube. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was a good time. Pokemon Coliseum, Pokemon XD, some of my favorite times. How did we not connect over Coliseum? Or maybe we did. I can't remember. I think we did. Did Just very small. I remember going around yours and watching you play it. Interesting. Okay. As I think I do. So, yeah, what was your... Were you like me in the sense that, obviously, you know, you could only have so many games, so you really did kind of play the library games you had? Like, what was your... Did you revisit old games much when you were a kid, or when, were you done where you were done, you know what I mean? That's, I, I, my memory of gaming before the age of, like, 13 is very hazy. Like, I've sort of gotten to that age now where my younger memories are starting to go. Mm. I just can't remember. It's all gone. Like, I can't remember what happened, like, eight or nine years ago, honestly. I'm just, I'm, everything, like, every year that passes, like, another year that I would have remembered last year is just not being remembered anymore. Like my bra- I feel like my brain hit capacity quite a while ago, and everything that's being replacing, like, th- new things are replacing old memories, so I'm just sort of like... Yes. This line is moving along where like 13, 14 is disappearing and 26, 27 is starting to appear, you know? Yeah. There's like a 10, there's like a decade's worth of stuff that I can only hold on to. And as, yeah. like, as the timeline moves, it just like things leave and other things replace it, you know? It's like literally having to delete old memories to add new ones. Like the hard drive is just full. And I can't, <laughs> I can't buy more. This is as much as I got. Yeah. You know, I've got like 10 gigs, that's all I've got. Right? You'll have to delete your knowledge of the solar system. Like Kinda, yeah. Just, like there's yeah. some things that have to stay, like being able to talk and yeah, remember right. my name, <laughs> stuff like that. Being you able know? to know how to eat, yeah. yeah. Yeah, all this kind of stuff, you know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So so, so that that would be a F off, Nick. I can't remember, I suppose. What? Right? Like, what do you mean? Like, I can't remember. What do you mean? What? In, how? What? Did you revisit many, you know, old when games? I when I was younger, you probably yes. I feel like I do now, actually. There's one game that I come back to a lot, which you might be surprised by, which is Dragon Age 2. Shut the front door. It's one what? of my favourite 360 games, Dragon Age 2. What, so you're telling me, like, it's a rainy day, Nick's left me alone, I'm going to hop on Dragon Age 2. Sometimes, yeah. Bro, what? It's just a really good game. It's my, it's my definitely my favorite Dragon Age. Dude, you, dude, 
we are going to be hunted down and killed for the opinions on this podcast, dude. <laughs> We're so People odd. fucking hate Dragon Age 2. Nah, Dragon Age 2 is my favourite one, are you kidding? Oh, Jay! Uh, what? Oh, Christ. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome, what do you mean? Pete, oh, mate, I, look, I haven't played them. But from what I can tell, yeah, people you have. do not like Dragon Age 2. You play Dragon Age 2. No, no, no. Screw you. Yes, you have. I haven't. You should. If I did, it was for 10, 20 minutes max. Fine. Right, anyway. Why is that Why is that a game you like to get back to? I don't know. I feel like I have fond memories of it. It's like one of those ones that's just super easy to like do a mission on or whatever. Have you have you not completed it then? Yeah, I've completed it a number of times. I haven't played it in a while though. I think I used to do that. I haven't played it recently in a long time. I'm trying to think the one game I do come back to. Actually, I go on Cyberpunk a lot. I'll like jump on oh, that. You do, yeah. Yeah, I'll just yeah. like like run. You know, I'll literally just drive around and just look at the scenery. And if any that's enemies amazing. come across, I'll just you know shoot them down. Test See, out that's weapons, almost so. like a that's almost like a Nick approach there, you know, in terms of like just taking this time, just like looking at bullshit, you know. Well, I mean? no, it's just more of a like living in a different world, almost, you know. It's almost like mm. watching a movie, but I'm the, I'm playing the main character almost, and all the main character does is just stay overpowered and watch the sunset every couple of like I don't know. Sure, sure. Like random. Have stuff. you got all the achievements for Dragon Age Two? <sighs> Probably not. I don't know. I think I've got like 840 Dude, how, out of a thousand, maybe. How do you not Something look at like that, that list and you're like, you know, oh, I might as well just top those off, you know? No, I feel like you've given me a bit of a more of a like since I've been talking to you more. I feel like I have to I have to complete games sometimes. <laughs> I don't mean not that I have to, but more like I I feel the need to like I'll get more out of it if I do. I think that's probably not you personally, but I yeah. think some people would get more out of the game. Yeah, no, I definitely. I feel like it, it gives me more of an incentive to want to keep going because I feel like sometimes I'll play a game and I'll just like not bother, you know. And that, there's not enough of incentive sometimes, but the achievements can definitely do that. Like I wouldn't have had as much fun on on Spider Man on PS4 had had I not tried to get platinum. You know. So I feel like since I've been doing that, I've had more fun. And that's a great platinum. One of the best. Yeah, probably the most fun Platinum I've done in a long time. Dude, those exclusive PlayStation games, Platinum's incredible. Mm-hmm. So in terms of me revisiting old games as a kid... Yes. Well, Pokemon is another big one, obviously, but that's like a given. For you? Yeah, I'd always play Pokemon. Mm. I've done... I've literally... I've probably done like 30 different playthroughs of Pokemon. I feel like Pokemon's an easy game to go back to. As oh well. yeah, super! Like I've, I've, I'm in the middle of like three or four different playthroughs, different games. Yeah. Even so, even though you've got BDSP remakes, yeah, I've got X and Y. Would you still Alpha, go back to the originals? Sapphire. What do you mean, like red and blue? No, I mean the original Diamond and Pearl. Oh no, I don't have that. I don't. I've lost it. I had Diamond, but it's gone. Oh. If I had it, I'd probably try it again, but I don't have it. It's just gone. Okay. I lost it. It's in. It's probably in the bin years ago. I don't know. So I cleaned out my room like five or six years ago, and it probably got in the mix something that shouldn't have been, you know. Okay. Understood. <sighs> Easily done. 
so yeah, so uh, I would say for myself, it was one of those. Do you know what, Jay? One of the things I one of the things I really liked about this store, Jay, was it did bring me that. I think we've talked about it before, right? But the whole idea of getting stuck on a game, yeah, and then coming back to it. I mean, you you know this because you've played Soulsborne, right? But the idea of getting stuck on a game, sleeping on it, you almost go through mentally what you need to do, and then coming back to the game and doing it. I I mean, my earliest memory of doing this, I think I might have said this on the show before, but the, my earliest memory is the Harry Potter Philosopher's Stone PS1 game. Uh-huh. I think I was stuck on this platform bit or maybe even a combat I remember, bit. Maybe, I remember coming over and you being stuck on it and me, and you just asking me, how do I do this? And I was like, I don't know, we'll try this. <laughs> oh my God, I remember really? that, I remember that, yeah. Jeez. Oh, and I think I went to bed just like thinking about it in my head and then I think the next couple of days or whatever, like I did it. Yeah. And that was the earliest memory of me being like, oh my God, like you can get stuck and then you can come back to it and all this. But that's, that's what most like 80s and 90s kids had. They just got, they got stuck, they got stuck constantly because they didn't have guides, you know, was just they had to figure it out. Right. You know what, I, haven't, then... I haven't felt stuck on a game in years because I always, almost always follow a guide or prepare so much that I just, I, I, I don't have the, I never get stuck, you know. It's very hard for me to get stuck nowadays. That's not a flex, but, I think, but you know. I think that's mostly a good thing. I think if you get stuck in terms of difficulty, not necessarily a bad thing. If yeah. you get like if you get destroyed on difficulty, I'm a bit like, okay, like move to the side, right? But but in terms of you don't want to be getting stuck on collectibles, do you? I mean, like that is a waste of time. Surely. I feel like it's a lot harder to get stuck on games nowadays. Like the games aren't really designed in a way. I feel like games used to be designed where they'd make it difficult like there's a lot more puzzle orientated right so they'd make it so the game would feel like it was a long game because you'd always be stuck like next level oh I got stuck play it for two weeks get unstuck next level like that's probably why games used to feel longer but I reckon most of the old games are probably only about 10 hours long if that sure but because you'd always not know what to do, they'd feel like they lasted years sometimes, you know? It's true. The it's games true. aren't really designed like that. Either that or we've just got much better as gamers, you know? Which could be the case. Which could be the case. Mm-hmm. But like, even like, like Pokemon Coliseum, like that's that's got to be like 10 hours long, hasn't it? I suppose. Yeah, it's not very long. It's probably about 12, but in, maybe. in my head, it feels like weeks, if not months. But if you think about it, when we spoke about this a little while ago, most games are designed now where they don't even start until the end game. Right. Like Division, Destiny, Poke. Most Pokemon games don't start until the end game. It just depends on how you look at it, but there's a lot of games where it's like you get to the end and then then it sort of like unravels as a bunch more stuff to do, you know? Mm. And all you've done for the last 20 hours is to get to the end game. So I feel like this, it's sort of flipped on its head where, like, you know, it was all about the beginning part and now it's all about the end. I do like going back to old games where. Like, I think it's harder to do now because games seem more complex. So, like, for instance, if you went back to, oh, I don't know, some sort of complicated game, Destiny 2 maybe, sure. you might, I think you're, you're, you're not a normal case, but most people <laughs> might go back to Destiny 2 and be like, what's going on? What guns do I have? What armor do I have? I don't know what's going on. What level is this? What event I feel is like I'm just gonna start both of us got a little bit discombobulated when we first started Destiny 2 back up. Yeah, but then within like a day or maybe in a few hours, we were sort of like, "Oh, yeah. I remember how to do this now." And I think, but yeah, we that... are a bit of a unique case. I get that. Yeah, but I think, but I think games before 
you would have gone back to it, right? You would have put the disc in. You would have been like, oh, I remember that. Oh, I remember, you know. Oh, you did. Whereas now you're like daunted by all the fucking menus. All yeah, the menus you know? can definitely be like, it's more, it's honestly more about muscle memory. I feel like a lot of menu, like whenever you bring up a menu, there's certain like button combinations you can do that make it quicker or like more efficient to like get to where you want to get to on the menu. But unless you have the muscle memory of doing it, it's going to seem like a lot longer and a bit more complicated to get there. Like you would, like me and you were just playing Division Two just now, and I feel like you were still a little bit discombobulated by the menus. Yes. Whereas I've been playing it for like the last couple of days, so I've sort of already figured out the muscle memory on how to get to the right bit. You know, like yeah. all the it's all starting to kick back in. You know. Did you ever go back to like PS One games, even though you had a PS Two? Yeah, Tomb Raider PS1 was a big sure. one. Um, Crash Bandicoot was a big yeah, one. I'm trying to think what else. Do you know what's crazy, Jay, is that I, I consider the PS2 a huge leap in graphics. I mean, it is a huge leap in graphics. Yeah. But it was Kingdom Hearts we, on PS2. We were, still able to go play, we were still able to go play PS1 games, which is quite interesting in my opinion. I guess so. I think there was like a couple like indie, not indie, but like not very well known racer games, like maybe like a Colin McRae or something. Sure. Something Lego like Racer. That. Yeah, Lego Racer, yeah, all those kind of things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Okay. I also, another example of a game which I'm glad me and L went back to, again, I'm pretty sure I've said this example, but one that comes to mind, KOTOR 2. So we bought that with the or mum and dad bought us that for us with the Xbox original Xbox, and then started playing it. Couldn't understand the combat. Always got stuck on the opening bit, which is yeah, the mining facility. Peg, and uh, just like did it through to like, dude, 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 dude. I don't know about you. Every time I got stuck on a game, like genuinely stuck, <laughs> I just start the whole game all over again and be like, oh, it must have been something I'd done before. It must Sometimes I did that. Yeah, it depended on the game most of the time. And then, like, I'll get to the point. I'll be like, right, I'm get. I've I've done everything right, and then I'll get fucking stuck again. And I'll be like, what, what? Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, Kotal two. You get stuck in the mind of silly, and then and then I think it was L that first did it. One day, I think it was L. One day he just goes on it right, and like he he's messing with the menus, he's messing with his weapons, and he gets past the bit we're stuck on, and it's like. Oh my god! There's this whole game now because, like, when you get stuck on a game, spam my mic. When you get stuck on a game, it's like it's like you're locked out of it. Like you can't access it because you can't just go away and buy another game. So you just have it in there in the drawer, and you're stuck, and there's nothing you can do about it. Whereas once you unlock the game and get past the bit you're stuck on, you have this whole fucking brand new game, basically. Sure. So that, Ed, that that was what happened, and then suddenly L had like a lightsaber, and I was like, "What?" And then we just played it for. <laughs> I think the majority so of that hours. just comes from like being young, you know, not understanding how certain mechanics work. Yeah. Plus, like, if you try to go back and do that now, it'd probably be either equally as hard, or maybe not. It just depends, right? Because oh, dude, I, feel I like... played it a few years ago, and it was piece of. I mean, it was oh, okay, just, maybe yeah. yeah, maybe it was easier than I guess. I think I feel like Ratchet and Clank would probably be fairly difficult still. I remember I remember no, playing no. that game and it being really really easy. It is easy. But I feel like if I, if I went back to the old ones now, I'd probably not better do it as easily as I don't know. 
You would. You I feel like there's you... some games that are a bit more intuitive when you're younger, because like your mind thinks. Are they like when you're younger, your mind thinks differently, right? You don't think as outside. Sometimes you need to be able to think more in the box than out. Right. Sometimes things can be too obvious, you know. Oh, I hate that I when something's way too obvious. Of... You're just thinking too difficulty, uh, too much difficulty, you know. I would say in terms of like FPS, like I'm not sure I was as good as when I was like a 14 year old kid. Oh no, I'm better now. Are you? It depends. I would say, in, I would say in every other aspect, I'm better as a gamer now than I've ever been. Ever. Yeah, I think you might be right actually about the the FPS stuff. I feel like it depends. It, I was really good when I was like between 15 and 17 or 18. Like I was hot sure. shit for a little while. Well, I think that was more just because I was playing it so often. I don't know. Maybe it was because I haven't put as much time into it. Don't know. Who knows? Should we move on, Jay? Yeah. Division two. I mean, we we've already yeah we've discussed it a little it. bit, but we're we're getting back into it. We are getting back into it. Jay bought it on Xbox. I did because it was a hell of a lot cheaper. It was like seven pound fifty. Very decent. Well. I did get the New York thing too. Yeah. Because cool. okay. I had a feeling that I might at least try to get to the end game, and if I want, if I was going to do that, just to topic one. Backstory. I can do. I can do. Please, yeah, please, please. There we are. We're there. Please, please. It doesn't. It doesn't matter too much. You guys don't mind, do you? So yeah, Jack, I've spoken a lot at the moment. So do you want to talk about your new refound love of Division Two? Yeah. So I, I mean, we spoke about this a little while ago, but it's kind of amazing how much I remember of the game already I don't know if I'm going to remember much of the late game stuff because so much of it has changed like I, obviously when I first played it it was like day one right so there was it was very basic and I think I actually remember coming back to it on PlayStation about maybe a year ago so maybe the beginning of 2021 maybe end of 2020 and thinking wow this game is a mess like it's just so really? different to how I remember but now it's more. It looks more like how when I first played it. I don't know why. I might have been in like a weird headspace or something. But I think they they went through a bit of a transitional period um, between the, when the game first came out and recently. And I think only within like the last year or so, maybe like seven or eight months, has it sort of transitioned back to how it used to be. Because I know the game actually has a really good following still. Like a lot of people still play it. Really? So there's a lot of feedback online, and they update it fairly regularly. So whether it's gonna, I think the big hope was that there was it was gonna be cross-gen. Like a lot of people were talking online about how they were hoping that this this most recent update, which I think was about a month or two ago, was gonna have um, cross-gen between PlayStation and Xbox. But no, I think it's only just either Xbox and PC, or and or PC and and uh, PlayStation. Like you can't do PlayStation and Xbox cross-gen. You can only do whatever you're on and then PC. Which is a bit of a... I mean, I don't know if you can play with someone on PC who's also playing on something with Xbox. Like, I imagine that probably wouldn't work. Isn't it? That'd be a bit strange. But yeah, Division 2 is great. I, I was in the... like I, We're so close to Wonderland now that I was kind of just like in the mood to play something that had loot in it. So I needed to see like those those purple and gold drops, basically. So I'm kind of just in the mood for the grind. I'm hoping it doesn't get me out of the mood of the Wonderlands grind. I can't imagine it will, because there'll be enough excitement there for just like it being a new Borderlands game, essentially. So I just needed to see those drops, you know. 
needed to get excited about uh, the next upgrade to my weapon, which only just happened. Me and you just did a supply drop, and I got a purple gun out of that, and I was like, oh yes. Very nice. I love when that happens. So you're excited um, about playing it with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope we can yeah, do it. Uh again shortly um, it, it, it's one of those games which is a lot easier to play when you play with other people like I've, i feel like i've sort of like maybe me and you have sort of refound our love of playing games together because mm. there was a long time where i was like yeah i just want to play this by myself but like, i say most games i still want to play by myself but if, if there's like a really easy way of playing with someone i'll i'll you know enjoy that more so i feel like it used to be quite hard to like join a game i feel like it's so much easier now like it literally I mean, took two seconds, so, you know? right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in this day and felt... age, it bloody better be easy. Yeah, I feel like I, games I didn't have the right, um, like setup. Like there wasn't enough. Like the matchmaking always seemed like a bit of a difficulty to figure out. Whereas now, all you got to do is just press invite, and you're there. You know. Yeah, it's super it's easy. Fr- it's pretty seamless at the moment, isn't it? I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the game's benefit, obviously, because I well, think people are going to play it more if it's. More what seamless. was your incentive to want to come play Division is because you never played it before, right? You mean like before my revelatory experience? I guess so, yeah. Uh, yeah, never played Because you never played the first one. No. No, so you kind of wanted to just jump into whatever the most recent one was. I guess because the, the first one doesn't really have any um, developer, what do you call it, like input anymore? They don't, right, right, they right. don't, what do they call that? Post-launch support? Support, there we go. Yeah, they don't They don't support the first one anymore. They just. Support. I don't, I'm actually surprised they're still supporting the second one. I was kind of waiting for them to announce the third one, if they were ever going to do a third one. Well, yeah, I was going to ask you, like, do you think this is like a bit of a sleeper hit, a bit like For Honor is, if you know what I mean? <sighs> it's weird. I was actually on the For Honor train when it first came out. I played it year one for quite a while. I played it for like three or four months. I really enjoyed it. And then I remember all the DLC stuff coming out, and by that point I was kind of like, yeah, I'm done, you know, like, I've played it enough. And that game, like, lasted like six or seven years. It's still going, isn't it? <laughs> it's still, I think it is. Is that Ubisoft, yeah. for honor? Yeah. What is it with Ubisoft games recently that seem to be lasting? Dude, I don't even Rainbow know. Six is still going on. Division 2 is still going on. For Honor is, like, for they're, honor. They're, Ubisoft, are apps, Assassin's Creed, like, Valhalla. Ubisoft might be in, like, their renaissance period of like absolutely killing it when it comes to designing games that can just last mm. like they fit the, they've got the formula down you know i'm kind of hoping that they stick to it because i feel like they needed it you know i hope they don't i think they do i think it's good for them in terms of business but oh great like, for business but not point, as great for uh what do you call it uh like progression or like uh innovation right innovation yeah because like lack of innovation. The problem with these games, yeah. Jay, is that they've been going on for so long. Trying to get into For Honor now, that would be a fucking joke. No, I think you'd actually like, probably be alright. I think Jay, there's an aspect of defense. That, dude. You know what I mean? You know I think I mean? you'd be surprised. Much like I think anyone could jump into uh, Rainbow Six right now. And Assassin's Creed too. Like any of those games you could jump into. It's just well, whether I think it's I think it's more whether you have the determination to actually get good at it and also you've just got to hope that the servers are still going to be online like a year from now or even a month from now like i can imagine any of those games cutting the servers but i'm not sure how much money they make from it still 
Like, are they are Those they going to cut after ten years? Like after twenty? Like what? <laughs> How long yeah, are they gonna last? The players aren't there anymore. I know? think this is probably a good topic, actually. Like, how, like, when's Ubisoft? What does Ubisoft have planned for their next long-term game? Do there is there anything probably. in the pipeline? I'm actually kind of curious about that. What has Ubisoft got coming up? Dude, they just released one that they probably want to be long-term. What the extraction? Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's kind of just. I'm I'm thinking like new IP though. Oh, dude, new IP. I mean, yeah. Law. I don't. I don't know. I really don't know. Is Steep Ubisoft or Ride Republic? Riders Republic is that Ubisoft? I don't think so. I think Riders Republic is the one I meant. That looks fun. Because uh, Ubisoft is Watch Dogs as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're still waiting on Beyond Good and Evil. That's still in development. Yeah, that's never. That's never coming out. I don't know. I don't think so either. Obviously, the Far Cry games. Right. Um. The reason I bought Division 2, by the way, guys, was I really wanted a podcast game at the time. That oh. has changed slightly. But, yeah. A podcast game? You want one that we talk about because we're playing it together? Uh, that, but also a game which I can listen to podcasts while I'm playing. Oh, listen to podcasts while you're playing. That's what you mean. Yeah. Um, we've got and that... X Defiant games coming out. The Tom Clancy's X Defiant. It's that new shooter. Um, like uh, what do you call it? Do you remember this? We talked about it at E3. Is it a mobile game? No, it's the uh, it's the free to play. I think it's. Oh, dude! If you said do free to play, like I can't. Yeah, it's going to be cosmetics, uh, like uh, and stuff uh, like uh, that. Uh, but it's basically uh, like a shooter, like a like just like a multiplayer shooter game that has like a very like division. Kind of like uh, aesthetic to it. Sure, I think I know which one you're on about, dude. Like, I think you're right. Ubisoft are killing it in that respect, but I think that's why I play Assassin's Creed so much now. But not only because it's so long, but also because like, what other Ubisoft game am I going to play? I can't. I, like, I don't want to get into a game that's five years in its life cycle. I don't want to play a live service game if I can help it, really, unless I'm playing with Jay. And I don't really want to play. A free-to-play game so i kind of do i want to play all those <laughs> i'm kind of the opposite well, i feel like that's a good thing you're, though, in, right? you're in a great spot i am we've spot. got the new avatar game coming out as well the frontiers of pandora i am interested to see that i am interested to see that yeah that's that's ubisoft as well so i'm i'm hoping this x defiant game comes out on console let me just check i don't think it said i think it's just pc but it doesn't say when it's coming. Ubisoft sand oh, okay. making that. Let's please transition to the news. Mm-hmm. Right. We're there. So, Jay, this week we have so much. No, we don't. We have two no, stories. Not that much. One of them is quite big. Let's start with the smaller one, Jay. Herman Holst over at Sony PlayStation, head of PlayStation Studios. That's their exclusive developers, if you don't know. Horizon Zero Dawn has sold 20 million copies around the world. Okay. Okay. Brilliant game. This is exactly what we want to see, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> New IP, first open world game from an FPS d- developer, PlayStation exclusive, now on PC, don't give a shit. 20 million copies sold. That's that a lot. is what we want to see. Single player, open world, 
RPG. More of that, please. Horizon 2 is around the corner. I've got no idea how good it's going to be. I'll pr- I won't get it up brand new because there's too much going on in my house. I've got an iron board next to me. And also, Jay was like, Nick, don't buy brand new. It's 70 quid. And I was like, Jay, you're right. Buy and let's be honest, guys. Uh, Forbidden West. Oh, right. And let's yeah. be honest, guys. Let's be honest. None of you nerds are going to care about talking about Horizon spoilers when Elden Ring's in the wild anyway. So I don't care. People <sighs> move on too quick to give me spoilers. So that's that. The first story. Did Jay? Did you anything to comment on there at all? I mean, yeah, twenty, uh, 20 mil actually seems about right. If you if I, if you had if you hadn't have told me, I probably would have guessed somewhere in the high teens of sure. the millions. So yeah, that's how is that twenty seventeen, twenty sixteen? That game came out. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Okay, so how long has been? Five years. Yeah. Four and a bit years, depending on how you look at it. But yeah, that's not bad. Dude, that's a long cycle for the sequel as well. That that's a long. Time. I mean, I mean, I feel like most epic games that come out are like uh, have long cycles of sequels, right? It's true. It's true. Like Last of Us. I like, wouldn't you know. be surprised if God of War got pushed, but we'll see. Ragnarok. We'll see. Yeah. Jay, next story. We have a statement from Microsoft. Uh, I will quote it. Young yeah, quote it. Quote. First, some commentators have asked whether we will continue to make popular content like Activision's Call of Duty available on competing platforms like Sony's PlayStation. The obvious concern is that Microsoft can make this title available exclusively on the Xbox console, undermining opportunities for Sony PlayStation users. That's the end of the first paragraph. Next paragraph. (laughs) To be clear... Microsoft will continue to make Call of Duty and other popular Activision Blizzard titles available on PlayStation through any, sorry, through the term of any existing agreement with Activision. Yeah. And we have committed to Sony that we will also make them available on PlayStation beyond the existing agreement and into the future so that Sony fans can continue to enjoy the games they love. We are also interested in taking similar steps to support Nintendo's successful platform. We believe this is the right thing for the industry, for gamers, and for our business. End quote. If you really, really think about it, it's kind of like, well, duh, right? It's kind of like obvious that that's what their answer should be because they're still going to get a cut from it being on PlayStation, right? Because they own the game, they're still getting... Like, they're still making more profit than Sony, technically. Like, the cut they get... Is still more substantial because they add that cut onto what they're making on their own console. So I feel like of the pie, of the 100% pie, like Microsoft's probably getting like maybe 60 to 65% of the cut total. Let's just say like let's say Sony and uh, and Xbox make have 50% of the pie each. Because um, Microsoft own Call of Duty anyway, they're gonna get a bit of that cut of the 50% that Sony already have or what, the, what they would have made you know about 50% I imagine so technically Microsoft still wins regardless just whatever you know I feel like the sale I think it would actually hurt the sales of Call of Duty Total um, if they made it just Xbox exclusive like all the people that have a Playstation who, who also play Call of Duty wouldn't transition over it would cost too much so, like, for, on a business perspective, it's, like, the most obvious answer, obviously. They would never make it exclusive. It's dumb. It would hurt them in the long run and in the short run. 
super, super, completely stupid. agree. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. This is what this is what you said when they announced the deal, right? We don't know the back end finances. I'm no, pretty sure pretty Jay was guess, like, though. like you know, if it works for them from a profit perspective, they will put it on PlayStation. End of story. Yeah. If it doesn't work, and Jay, the only thing I wanted to add to what you've just said is that, as far as we know, which is nothing, they could have gone to Sony and gone, "All right, we'll keep it on PlayStation, but you got to give us a bit more of the day." You know what I mean? Like, um... all right, deal sorted. They could have done that. Like, I'm just saying, deals happen. Yeah, because technically the they have the upper hand because they actually own the game now. So right, technically they they're do, they're, if... they're almost like holding them hostage. Exactly. Like they're asking exactly. for a ransom to be like, you can keep it, but you got to pay us a little bit extra. Like, and they're, they're like, they're, oh, they're fine. sitting under the table, right? And they've just got the gun pointed at them. Like, let's say, oh, let's say Sony oh, made oh, a billion. Oh. You know, just, just just throw a number out there. Um, okay, let's say a hundred million from Call of Duty. Sure. In like a year. I reckon that number's probably gone down at least down to three quarters. They're probably only making about seventy-five now compared to the hundred. Right. Like, they're probably only making about. They're making about a quarter less than what they used to do. Used to do. I mean, who knows, right? But it's like a, a wild guess, but like you know, just like a round sure. number, roundabout, like you know. But but yeah, like if it's it, still like, a lot of money. Same with Minecraft, know? right? They could have made Minecraft exclusive. Now, Jay, what I will say is, imagine if Microsoft were like, oh yeah, Minecraft's exclusive. Oh, by the way, Call of Duty and all the other Activision Blizzard titles are exclusive too. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't that just be the craziest unit? Like, I just want to see what would happen. It'd be know? a very bad business decision. Very, very bad. Ultimately, it just hurts them. It's just dumb. Oh, I don't know if it does. Like, no, it hurts it them a lot. People, I think people get pissed off because it makes them buy Xboxes, but that's the whole point. You know? No, I think what we'll see now is where there used to be PlayStation exclusives for Call of Duty pre-orders, there'll now be Xbox exclusives for pre-orders. Because I remember, I, I remember oh, saying yeah, this before, definitely. how it's, I think the last two or three, right? yeah, the last two or three uh, Call of Duties that have come out have all had uh, PlayStation exclusive pre-order bonuses. Like the betas always, there was like always an extra beta, stuff like this, you know. Extra beta, better like uh, cosmetics early, whatever it was. But now it'll probably shift to the other way around, more than likely. Yeah, at some I mean, point, I'm not sure. And Microsoft's E3, if they get permission, which they might not, because the deal might not be done then. But if they get permission to show off the you know upcoming Activision Blizzard games at their E3 this year, you can bet your top dollar that. Microsoft C3 this year is probably going to be nuts. I mean, we don't we don't probably, even Starfield yet. I mean, I don't let's say like it. Microsoft, like they do E3 like in person at any point. Sure. They probably won't, but let's say they do it in the next sure. two or three years. It's probably yeah. going to be the, probably. I can imagine it being one of the best comebacks ever for Microsoft ever ever ever. Sure. Even though the 2019 or yeah, the 2019 E3 was probably one of the best E3s we've seen in a long time. I was going to say last year was one of my one of the best I've seen. No, I just mean in like showmanship because it's when they did the cyberpunk sort of Keanu thing, right? Oh, right, right. Like that was like memed for ages. Like that kind of level of of like grandiosity, you know? Yeah. But like if we ever if we ever got back to that, it would probably be like we'd write everything's back to normal. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's probably gonna be a while till we see that. Jay, let's talk some Pokemon. Please transition to your topic. Pokey Pastures, ladies and gentlemen. I'm very excited to see what's going on over in Arceus. Okay. Jay, 
just you gotta you gotta fill the people in. So okay. you finish the game. Again, I finished it again. But you you might be thinking, oh, you mean you started from the beginning again? No. So I've like there's like multiple milestones to reach, right? The first milestone, I guess, was just completing the game, seeing the credits roll. It's like the first milestone yes. we spoke about that last week, about twenty five yes. hours in, I got to that point. Uh, the next milestone really is completing the Pokedex, which I did at like the sixty hour ish mark. And then once you've done that, you can then quick, 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 quick stop, quick stop. Okay. That seems a long time. Yes, like an extra thirty-five hours of like that's having quite, to. I mean, that's more than the the core game. Yeah, so more more of the game is spent in the end game than in the beginning. You Very know, good. makes sense. Please, um, please carry on. Yeah, so about sixty hours to finish the Pokedex, and then another twenty hours to then get research level ten on every Pokemon in the Pokedex. So that means like every Pokemon has like a list. Of challenges that you're supposed to do. Uh, some of the same challenges are like number caught, number defeated, and then do this move a certain amount of times, and then do this move a certain amount of times while in either agile or strong mode, which is like, you know, quicker or slower but more powerful mode or whatever. You don't have to do every single one, but you've just got to do enough to get to level 10, basically, which isn't like, it's like the max level, but you don't need to do all the challenges to be able to do that. And I think just by playing the game, you, you should get about 100 out of the 242 Pokemon anyway. So you shouldn't need to do that much after you've already got most Pokemon to, or at least, you know, at least half of the Pokemon to where you need to get them. So I'm now at the stage where I have the Shiny Charm, which is an item that allows you to get Shiny Pokemon more often. And I'm just, I'm just grinding now just to get, you know, cool looking Pokemon essentially. <laughs> Okay. And I, I got one this morning, but it took ages. It took like two or three hours. It shouldn't be that long, actually. You should you should get like one every couple, one every half an hour in theory. But I've got a lot of questions, Jay. Yeah, go on. First question: If it's set in the same region as uh, Pearl and same Pearl, place, right? different name. Yes, yes. Does that are there new Pokemon in this game apart yes. from the legendaries and stuff? There is. So how Give do me they a minute. I'm actually trying to think if there's new Pokemon or if they're just new forms. I think they're just new forms. I don't think there's actually any new Pokemon, like Pokemon that are specifically made for this game. Because it wouldn't make sense, right, that they're in this game but not in one of the other games? Or no, it would. Because, okay, so I don't know how a lot of people know about this, but a lot of Pokemon's evolutions are actually based around their surroundings. Right. So a good example of this is uh, Weezing. Uh-huh. Wheezing, uh, so coughing is like the, the purple gas ball, right? The precursor, the single ball. And wheezing is like the, the purple ball that's like got a couple attached to it. Uh, so in Alola, I think, is it Alolan? No. It's whatever the Sword and Shield region is. There's a region where whenever it evolves into wheezing, it now evolves into like a really weird, like black, sort of like chimney looking Pokemon. And the reason it's like that is because the Weezings, sort of their habitat in that particular region is like a very sort of like smoky industrial area where a lot of human influence has changed the way the Pokemon evolves. So this game does the opposite of that where lack of human uh, intervention has made the Pokemon evolve differently. This makes sense? Well, but it is set in the same timeline, right? 
yeah, it's all technically the same yeah, timeline. Yeah, yeah. But one thing that's actually interesting about this is we don't know if this is technically the past or a different universe of Pokemon. Because in Pokemon, we've gotten to the point now where we've actually gone through wormholes. And there's like different timelines that we don't quite know if they're the same one or if they're not. That's why I asked if it's the same timeline. Well, it's we don't know. Officially, we don't know. They haven't come out and said it's the same timeline. No, no, it's all very like... There's a lot of lore, a lot of history, and a lot of like speculation as to whether this is technically... Because, okay, so the reason why they brought out BDSP was to show that Cyrus, who's like the main bad guy, opened up yeah. a wormhole and said he was going to go and create a new universe. Oh. And then the next game that comes out is you coming through a wormhole into a new place and the character you play spoilers but the character you play is a person from oh, what give the people time to leave the podcast it's fine get back in like Bugger two off. minutes crack on so literally the first thing you see in the game is you in like like a void like a, literally like imagine the place you were before you were born yeah sure that's where you are you're just floating in black there's just nothingness and then all of a sudden there's a bright light that talks to you Telling you that it's the god of all Pokemon. <laughs> yes, because that's what Arce- that's what Arceus is. Arceus is the god of all Pokemon. Okay. You- and it says, "I need you to go capture all Pokemon." Right. And then it sends you off into this new realm called Hisui, and you have to go right. capture all Pokemon. That's literally the whole story. But you've come through a wormhole in the sky that stays there the entire time. But that wormhole is what theoretically, or you know, people have thought that could have possibly happened to have been the one that Cyrus made at the end of BDSP. Guys, who would have known in 25 years Nick's Pokemon gets in Pokemon story? Who would have thought it? Like it's it's very like amazing. Like there's there's canon, like there's things you can follow along every Pokemon game that sort of all ties together. The Pokemon story is insane at the minute. It's amazing what they've done. Cuz the wormhole idea actually first came into um, from Sun and Moon. There was a thing right. where there, there was these Pokemon called Ultra Beasts, which essentially like very odd-looking legendary Pokemon that came through these wormholes. You had to go sort of like go and catch or whatever, but nobody really knew where these wormholes came from. And then you figured out they were from like the end game legendaries or whatever. Like it all, it's all right. very confusing. But they've sort of introduced all these features to sort of come to this culmination of Arceus essentially. And even like That's the cool. little, you know, like when a game loads, there's like a little loading logo. Yeah. The loading logo on Arceus is the wormhole in the sky, so it just looks so cool. <laughs> no, that's cool. Just like this little thing so, in the corner, a little wormhole worm about. So they never confirm whether it is the same character from. So the, the way BDSP. that the way that it's all very spe- speculatory is that there's characters in the game that look like ancestors of characters from BDSP. So like Cyrus, uh... Cyrus the main bad guy has an ancestor called Silene who's like the person who you have to go talk to to like update your Pokedex kind of, right? Oh my god. There's also Commander Kamado, who is uh, Professor Rowan's ancestor. So he okay. looks the same, like they've got the same features, but are slightly different. There's like a different wardens of Pokemon that are like, have the same haircut and have the same look as some of the bad guys from BDSP, but they're like their ancestor. We don't really know if we don't, so the main, the main conspiracy is that this is just a different timeline 
and the one that Cyrus made up in his head to be like, I'm going to go create my own Pokemon universe and it's going to be my version of what I want the universe to look like. And it's just different versions of what it already is. It's an old, okay. it's an old version before... I think Cyrus's main goal was to sort of have a world where Pokemon um, didn't coexist with humans. So it's like the, a lot of it is almost like it's almost like a, a allegory for racism. Very, very odd. Like it's almost like this kind of thing of like, do we want these others to be, you know, mixing with us almost? Right, 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 right. Like, should right. Pokemon be feared or should they be loved? It's almost like at that point in history of Pokemon, but we don't know if Pokemon are friends or foe. Right. Right. Do we want them to be our partners in you know in in our life or whatever? So it's literally right oh, at that time. Interesting. There's also a thing about a Pokemon war in the future that not a lot of people know about, which I think is one of my, one of my favorite pieces of Pokemon history, and is the reason why Ash doesn't have a dad. Because he fought in this war. Because he died in the war. Yeah, he died in the Pokemon war. Oh my god! How amazing is that of a of a like thing to like have? Uh, it's the reason why you don't so, have a dad in any of the Pokemon games, by the way. It's always the mum. It's, it's always a single mum, and the dad always died uh, in the war. Because all the men had to go fight. So that's the reason why there isn't that many men in Pokemon games. There's some, but not as many as you dude. think. So, so Jay, I love it. That's just such a cool question thing. Question is. A little bit of history. Is there a goal here in terms of? Oh yeah, I have finished the game. If I get every shiny. Pokemon. Yeah, I so, I'd say the main goal is to get shiny alpha versions of your favorite Pokemon. That's pretty much like, or just of all Pokemon. And can you transfer? You, I assume you can't do anything. Oh, we sort can't of do it yet. Between this game. Oh yeah, you can transfer Pokemon between the same game, but not for not to Pokemon no. Home. No. Is Which is where, like, yeah, oh, Pokemon Home what, is basically what? where you can transfer all your Pokemon from previous Pokemon games into your new Pokemon games. So let's say you had a Pokemon that, that you named, I don't know, like Flower or something from like a pre from like Fire Red or Leaf Green, and you wanted to keep that Pokemon in every Pokemon game you played, you can transfer it to Pokemon Home, then transfer it to Pokemon Home to your new Pokemon game. And it's still the how same Pokemon. You, how would you transfer it on a GBA game to Pokemon Home, though? There is a way to do it. It's tough, but it's, it's, you can do it. I assume you'd have to go from Game Boy to DS, DS to 3DS, and then 3DS to Pokemon Home? Uh, yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. you basically, yeah, you'd have to find a way to get the GBA one onto a DS game yeah. through trading. You'd then yeah. have to be able to get the DS one onto a 3DS one in later, and then, yeah, transfer okay, again. Is Pokemon Home on 3DS? Or is there any so it used to be called Pokemon Bank. I'm not sure if they've still got Pokemon Bank, but I think it's just Pokemon Home now. I think it's on everything 3DS above. Yeah, there's 3DS and Switch. Did they launch that Pokemon Sleep thing they were talking about? I think they're still ta- they're still trying to figure that out, yeah. Oh, okay, alright. So, now that you've finished it, Jay, and you've had some time with it, I know I, I should probably wait a couple of weeks so you've reflected on it, but I'm interested. No, this is probably a good time. How... It seems the general consensus is this is a nice, refreshing... It's not perfect, but it's a nice, refreshing take on Pokemon. Right? It's basically what you guys want, a new type of Pokemon game. Yeah, something that's just different it? from the regular formula, you know? Right. How do you feel... I mean, it seems like they have got a plan in motion, which is very exciting. Uh, how do you feel about it, and how are you feeling about whatever might be next, I suppose? I feel like every, po- even though you probably don't agree, but every Pokemon game definitely does have some level of innovation to it. 
And I think Arceus is the culmination of all the innovation that we've had since, I don't know, the GBA games, I guess. Um, I think what we'll see is just a continued um, version of innovation and different ways of improving the game or changing the game, however you want to call it. Because I know we said, like, we was, we just spoke about Ubisoft and, like, their lack of innovation in certain areas or not being able to, like, change up what they do because they keep doing the same thing over and over. Which Pokemon you definitely can make the comparison to, but I feel like every Pokemon game, or at least every new generation of Pokemon games, changes it, adds something new to it that makes, that then they tend to keep further on. Like, they had Mega Evolutions and then they had Gigantamax later on and now they've got Alpha Pokemon. Like, there's always something to, like, make you go, Oh, a different way of me playing the game, or at least enjoying sure. it in a different way. So I feel like they'll, they'll either just do something new, or just add same, you know, similar or the same things from previous ones, and just like make different. They'll just improve on it each time. So as long as they just keep doing that, I'm, you know, that's all I'd ever want is just to make it more fun, or at least the same but equally as fun. So I'm, I'm not like, oh, the next Pokemon game is probably going to be terrible. If anything, it's just going to be a different version of what we already have or some level of innovation or maybe they might even bring back Mega Evolutions because I think the, the number one thing that everyone keeps talking about is Mega Evolutions like we want those back basically because they brought them in X and Y but then they didn't do them again after that so we want them we, which and a lot of people have found in the Arceus code that there is going to be Mega Evolutions like there's already leaks about the DLC coming out in April and November of this year so have they announced the DLC so there's Pokemon Day is at the end of February so they're going to probably announce the DLC that's coming oh, out in okay. April for for Arceus. Um, and then in April, they're probably going to announce the next generation Pokemon game that's going to come out either end of this year or start of next year. In terms of the next gen Pokemon game, do you think it will be a, like a bit like a, a hybrid of Arceus and then uh, Gen 8 then basically? Yeah, hopefully like a bit more open world. Yeah, it will definitely be it will definitely be more like Sword and Shield. I think in that that there'll be areas you can go farm Pokemon essentially. Sure. I think that I, I'm hoping that the next lot of Pokemon games isn't going to be like previous ones, and that there's going to be there's going to be an overworld, and that all Pokemon are just going to be in the overworld now. You don't need right. to go through the grass to find Pokemon anymore. Right. I'm hoping that it's just everything's overworld now, because that's kind of what we went from. We went from everything where Pokemon are always in the grass to now Sword and Shield is like, oh, there's Pokemon in the overworld, and now it's like Arceus where every Pokemon is in the overworld. So I'm hoping that the next gen is just going to be everything overworld, and it will be, it'll basically be like a better, bigger version of Arceus. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. But with gyms, I want gym battles back. I want gym battles, and I want Mega Evolutions. That's what I think that's where the hybrid thing comes yeah, from. Yeah, we, we just want, right. we want a fusion. We want a hybrid, 100%. Yeah, just give me, give me the fusion, give me the hybrid, and I'll be happy. Did you fill out the Pokédex for BDSP? No. Did you fill out the Pokédex for Sword and Shield? No. So what's motivated you in this game to do it? Because they actually reward you for doing it. Ah. And I feel like the game is literally the the main... like The the game starts out and it says complete the Pokédex. Okay, so why has it taken this long for them to give you a type of reward? No, I feel like you've always got the Shiny Charm if you fill it out in every game. It's just that in this one, like, there isn't really much else to do. Like, in other ones you can do PvP, but in this there isn't. So, because of the lack of PvP, um, and the lack of, like, battle tower and stuff like that, like, they've just given you more of a reason to do the thing that you should be doing in most Pokemon games anyway, just complete the Pokedex. Okay. I think this actually might be my first... 
I think other than Leaf Green and Fire Red, this is my first Pokemon game. I've actually maxed out the Pokedex. Nice. Plus, I think this is actually the first Pokemon game that doesn't have over 500 Pokemon in the Pokedex. That's probably another reason why I haven't completed them, is because there's just so many in other ones. But are you including, like, previous Pokemon games, Pokedexes in that count? Yeah, so what happens is there's, there's like, the main Pokedex, which is just that region's Pokedex, and then what happens yeah. is when you beat the game, the national dex gets added to your Pokedex, which adds about yeah, 300 yes. Pokemon. Yes. So, yeah, I think because they add the national... you can only national, get them from putting them in from an old game, right? Or another game, right? No. You can, you, you can't you can actually catch those Pokemon in the game, yeah. Oh, my God. The national dex adds all previous Pokemon to that current game you're playing. Oh, but they, and they, all just they haven't done in. a national decks in a new Pokemon game in like six years. Oh, okay. There's no, there hasn't been a national decks in a newer Pokemon generation game in ages, which is probably a good thing. I think that's also what people want. People want to be able to add every Pokemon, but there's like 900 Pokemon now, so it's pretty difficult to do. Ugh. It would take them probably about six years to make a game if they wanted to do that. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, but they bring out a Pokemon game every three years, so or like uh, a new generation every three years. Because Sword and Shield came out in 2019. So right, 2022 Jay. is when we're getting our next one. Peggy Pasture has been raked over. Yeah, boy. Let's move on. Jay, please take us back home where we'll finish off with a couple of games. Okay. Jay, would you like to start with Guess Who's Review or Pixel Perfect? Um, We'll do Guess Who's Review, actually. Guess Who's Review. Yeah, okay. I'm actually... So I'm doing it for you, right? Yes, so for those who don't know, me and Jay pick a random game review from a random media outlet. We will pick three quotes from the game review, and then we will try and guess the game. Jay's picked the game and the quotes this week, so I've got to guess. Jay, so I'm a bit are torn. You ready? I'm very good at this game. Very I feel like I'm just as uh, confused about this as you might be. I have three games that I've chosen. Right, okay. And I don't know if I've done, <laughs> if either you've done them to me before or if I've done them to you before. So I'm just going to do all three of them, and then, not right now, but like eventually I'm going to do all three, and we're just going to hope that yeah. they haven't been done. I, I wouldn't worry about it. Okay, I'm just going to, okay. Jay, what are the scores? I think it's like 29, 26, I think. That sounds right. Or maybe 27, something like that. I haven't updated it in a while. Do you like this mug? I painted it myself. <laughs> I do, actually, yes. It looks cool. Thank you. Wait for it. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. Um... Okay, that's pretty cool. I mean, I like it. I'm, I mean, I can understand if you don't, but I like it anyway. This is my mug. I got this for Christmas uh, a couple of years ago. Oh, not nice and big, nice. And I round. like stags. I got a thing about stag is like obviously like, like Harry stags. Potter, obviously like yeah. does and stags, but like I don't yeah. know, it's just a cool. Actually, I reckon you see. could get away with that being a Christmas mug, you know. Where is oh, it? There it is on the God, wall. There it is. The stag. Actually, I don't know if you can see my division box. Division. Yeah. Is that Division, Division 1? Overwatch, yeah, Division 1 box, and then Pip-Boy up there. Oh, mate, let's have a good clean out of your room, hey? I, that's, this is after it's been cleaned out. <laughs> right, okay, I'm just going to go with the it. first one. I'm going to go down the list, obviously, over the next couple of weeks, so we'll see how we go. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, quote 1. Okay. The levels change depending on how many players you have in your party, with more enemies to fight and twists on exciting puzzles to solve. Oh yeah, but this is also hard mode because you've been doing way too many hard ones. Yeah, no, absolutely fine. Can you just say the quote again quickly, please? <sighs> the levels change depending on how many players you have in your party with more enemies to fight and twists on exciting puzzles to solve. 
Now, this is very difficult, this first quote. Because this, this could be literally like a hundred different games. Have I played this game? I think you have, yeah, because we spoke about it before. Actually, I really hope you have. I did go through your uh, achievement list, but I don't know if I... I checked all your old games, not your new games, so... Sure, 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 sure. I can't remember if you played it Yeah, I, I can't... I can't... I can't... Nothing's coming to mind where I'm like, yeah, it's definitely this one. Okay, uh, okay I'll just so... like give you like a clue, just to like at least give sure. you like a base. So I'll read the quote again, but I'll explain it more. So, okay. levels changing depending on how many players you have in your party. You got to think about a game that has at least a couple, where you can do co-op at least with a couple other people, right? Oh, okay. So it doesn't mean like AI players mm. or. Oh, uh, maybe yeah, actually no, because you'd always the AI would always fill out in this game. Okay. And then the more enemies with more enemies to fight and twists on exciting puzzles to solve. So you've got to fight enemies and there's puzzles to solve. So a game with a party, enemies to okay. to kill. And all then right, all right. puzzles I'll, to I've solve. Got a guess. I've got a guess. I really hope that didn't give it to you because that's annoying. No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think this is the right game, but I have a guess. Go on then. Destiny Two. No, but that's a good guess. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm not. So relieved. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> me saying it's a good guess is not a clue as to what the game might be. Sure, 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 sure. I don't think it's even. Is it similar? Not really. No. Okay, you ready for number two? Let's go. Okay. Some levels have hidden chambers too that can only be opened by Professor Archimedes. That's definitely like a bit of a given if you if you know. Yeah, what this game yeah, is. absolutely. Uh, I wasn't sure if to include the name or not, but I thought, yeah, I'll give it to you. I mean, I have a guess, but I'm not sure if that that you know that guy's in it. I don't I don't know if he's a famous video game character, and I'm supposed to know who Professor, that is. No, he's definitely not a famous um, video game character. Professor Archimedes. Like, unless you really pay attention to the game, you wouldn't know who that was. Right, okay, I have a guess. Well, I actually forgot that that was even a character name in the bloody thing, so... Yeah, okay. I actually wouldn't... Actually, I would Can I just point out, I want to play this game yeah. with you, if you have it. Okay. I think is you it? do. Strange Brigade. It is Strange Brigade, well done. Oh, shit! Wow, you got it on the second one, that's good. That's a that's a great round you did there, Jay. What's the last quote? Labyrinth, crypts, and forgotten overgrown cities are explorable solo or on a four-player co-op. Yeah, no, on a four-player co-op. That might that might have been better than the second one, but no, 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 no. I think you did the right thing there. Yeah. Nice. No, are you just are you pissed off that I got it now? No, I'm actually kind of happy you got that. Okay. I actually right. think I have that on PlayStation, but you probably got it on Xbox. I only played it on Game Pass. I'm not sure if it's still on Game Pass. Was it on Game Pass? That's probably why. I might have it. I'll do. You... I, mean, I don't, I don't think it's cross-play. I'd have to check, but I think I have it on you PlayStation. You definitely got it on PlayStation, have you? I think so, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, I can't remember. No, okay, bro. I actually want to check. Hang on. Um, Strange Brigade Cross-Play. Jay's checking his line. Unfortunately, there are no plans in the great crossplay. <sighs> oh well. Well, this is interesting. There's a whole list here of games that currently have crossplay. There's 290 game, 298 games in this database that have crossplay. Is that play, all of PlayStation's games? PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah, hang on. Wow. Well, oh, that new Generation lot. Zero game is crossplay, apparently. Do you mean Crossfire X? 
No, Which Generation, Generation Zero. Zero. Yeah, it's the new one. Isn't that, that a terrible out. game? I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. I actually wouldn't mind trying that. Right, guys, Pixel Perfect, visual game, which we like to do on an audio podcast. I've pixelated, by me, I mean my production team, I've pixelated some, what would you call it, Jay, just cover art, game art, yeah, whatever. cover art, covers games. For different games. God damn and it. I've made it is. really hard this week. Yeah, Jay this is very hard. It. So, Jay, you do know this game. Damn there's it. There's your first clue. So, as as some people may know, there's usually a theme. And I think once yes, I get the good. first one, the theme should make itself apparent. But... <laughs> yeah, good, good, yeah, good point, Jay. <sighs> there is a theme. I genuinely don't know what this one is. This is I'm going to describe it, okay? Yeah, crack on. So what I imagine this probably might be is there's definitely some sort of flesh-like coloured sort of like blob <laughs> that for some reason has right. like an orange top and like a blue background. So I've got to think about games that have blue in them, potentially, and a flesh-coloured something in them. Okay. And orange for some fucking reason. I will allow you a few minutes for this one. I can almost see it. Yeah, you can, but you can't quite, can you? You can't quite. Damn it. It's like... Oh, oh god damn. I don't... Be I so can, like, annoying. see it, but I can't. <laughs> god damn it. Oh. Right, Jay, I'm afraid we're in a few seconds. Of Can I get like out. the tiniest clue? Something that wouldn't even like wouldn't would barely make me think. Don't think about the blue or the orange too much. Oh, great. That's yeah. That doesn't give me anything. I would look at the. I would look at the main the main image. Oh, I can kind of see. Do you know what's funny? Actually, oh, now now that I squint, the the bottom bit actually almost looks like a raccoon. Okay. I don't know if you can see it, but it almost looks like there's two ears, and then where the sort yeah. of black spots are on the bottom is like a nose and two eyes. I know it's not, but okay. that's kind of what it looks like to me. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Do you see what you I see, see what, what I mean? mean. Yeah. If you like yeah. really look at it, it's almost like the almost it almost looks like a red panda's face. Yeah. Right, Jay. I'm gonna need an answer. I honestly don't know, so I'm just gonna guess like Go on. I'm gonna guess like Ratchet and Clank. Just like a, a random Ratchet sure. and Clank, I don't know. Just any of the Ratchet it and Clank. It is in fact Jay. Oh my god, Cross Tekken? I love Do you know what's funny about this game? Do you know what's funny about this game? This is one of probably one of my favourite fighting games, and it's one of the most hated fighting games of all time. People really absolutely hated that, it, but I loved it when it first. I, actually, you know what? I would, I would happily go back and play this right now. What, Love was, this why game. Why people hate it? Just because it it was so there was like a big controversy around it actually. So when it first came out, they sort of set up this like house, this like streamer house almost, where they got a bunch of fighting game professionals to go and like play against each other in this like tournament, but they had to live with each other for like a week or two. It was really random. Oh, okay. And there was like a sexual misconduct thing that happened. Ugh. Where I think one of the guys like tried to make a move on one of the girls and she wasn't happy. So there was, it, like the whole thing like collapsed essentially. But I remember like that being like a really, really fun thing to watch. It was almost like a reality show, but not really. Sure, 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 sure. Oh man, those, that, those were the days, man. 
And also, the big thing was that the fighting game had this gem system, which made it so there wasn't enough consistency. Where basically, if you if you played the game for longer than someone else, you'd have a more advantage against like online players, which basically made the game unfair. So the game wasn't very competitive because it was unfair. Because the more you played it, the better you were. Like it was almost like a pay to win, but more of like a play to win. That's so weird. It was really odd. I lo- it was a great game though. It was such a good game. I still have it. I have it. I have it. I have it. I have it. I, I, if this is backwards compatible, I'm playing it at some point. <laughs> I'm yeah, I think it, it was 360 actually. I think it LC... might have been the transition actually between 360 and one. I think it was just before. Right, okay, because um, I am surprised it wasn't a huge hit because it's obviously Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Yeah, I, model, the, the, the art is way too complicated on this for me to have guessed that, by the way. Right, okay. So, right, okay, so I've now Fake got to fan. think either the... the, the fan. Okay. The theme is either fighting games or like Capcom-related games, so I've got to think now. I think it's probably fighting games. Oh, damn it. What? That's impossible. <laughs> it just looks like a blue mask. It almost looks like Mandalorian's mask or helmet. That's literally... It looks like either like a... Like, it looks like a, like a blue Spartan. I don't know. What the hell am I supposed to do with that? That's tiny. What? Like you can't even squint like this. I'd have to be like miles back for me to be able to like tell what this was. <laughs> I'd literally have to put my bloody laptop on the other end of the room right. for me to even squint Here's and see. The clue, although you don't deserve it. Yeah. First two words that came out of your mouth. Blue. Yeah, that's how. We, yeah. Helmet? And a mask. Oh, blue mask. I've actually got an answer, but I don't. I don't think this is actually a game that ever existed. So I'll try that. Okay. But um, give me okay. a sec. All right. I will also give you another clue because I'm a generous person. A gentleman. The themes you're thinking of might not be right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's probably why I was getting confused. These might just be games that I've played before that are in my bloody achievements list. That's probably what it is. I reckon they're just games that are in my, like, random games from my achievements list. <laughs> I bet it is, because you wouldn't have known, you wouldn't have even known that Street Fighter Cross Second existed unless you looked, checked my bloody thing. I, I knew it existed, but I didn't know what the front cover looked like. I'm honestly pissed, because I don't know what this is. Blue Mask is probably helpful, but not as helpful as I'd like it to be. Do you know what I'm going to okay. guess? I'm going to guess this. I don't think yeah. it's right, but I'm going to guess too human, even though I know it's not right. I'll give you a clue. Go on then. Nah, I won't actually. Yeah, Sorry. don't. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna guess it's too human, but it's not. I know it isn't. It is slightly. You do you know? <sighs> I I genuinely was thinking this because I um. Oh, why didn't I say it? Blue mask, bro. Blue mask. Do you know what's funny? The second you said blue mask, I thought to myself. What about that that character that was in Ghost of Tsushima that they did the reference to? And I was trying to remember what the name was. And I knew it was something Cooper, but I can't remember if it was Sly. I genuinely oh, okay. had. Do you know what's funny about this? The raccoon thing I said a second ago. Now I'm like, it's kind of creepy, <laughs> isn't it? It's kind of like yeah, fortuitous. Uh, right. I don't actually one, know right. what the theme is now. Okay. Uh, the theme last is just one. difficult front covers. That's all it is. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what in good okay this is just ridiculous now uh, I don't know uh, 
I don't like about De Niro. Describe it. Describe it. <laughs> you talking to me? You talking describe to me? it to the people. It's like very. There's like a, just grey and yellow. It's literally like. It just looks like a yellow. Second one. Second one. Okay, actually, I've got a bit of a thing here. So in the bottom right, there's a yellow block, yeah. which probably means this is a PlayStation One game. Because you've almost got that black and white border as well, so I have a, I have a feeling this is a, this is a PlayStation. We're going backwards in time. It's not PlayStation One. Well, it almost must be the way I'm that the cover is designed here. You've completely thrown me off now. I was convinced this was a PS One game. <sighs> okay, I have a guess, but only because of the color scheme. Okay. I think it's Deus Ex, a Deus Ex game. Okay. It's probably not, so but that's yellow. all I'm going on. We've got yellow. Okay. For some reason, I want to say it almost might be Remember Me as well, but only because of the colour scheme. That's not a million miles away from yeah. the front. Like, I get that. Yeah. So, it's a PS3 360 generation game. Damn it. Okay. That's helpful. And oh! Clue... Oh, this is, um, this is like, oh. fra is it Fracture? That was no, called? but that's—I mean—that's—that's that's a hell of a shout out. Yeah, I remember—I remember the cover being grey, and then there was like the—they had like a guy with like a broken yellow mask. It's almost exactly the same as this kind of thing here. Yeah, I know what you're on about. Is that what it was called? It was called Fracture, Hayes. right? Hayes. No, Haze. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I was getting mixed it's up because the Fracture thing I think was a thing where you could like either raise or lower the that's level right. of the of the plat of like the ground. That's what yeah, Fracture yeah, was, yeah. I think. But yeah, Haze is what I was talking about. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, is this... Okay, is this black, maybe? No, black didn't have the... Yeah, it had the gold on it, but so, yellow on it. In terms of the theme, you might not know this, but what I would say is... Think yeah, about I haven't got a clue. Game. Think Sly about the second Cooper? game. Is it just... And think about what you talked about. <laughs> and try and put some of those things together, I would say. Well, oh, are these are games that have, are like crossovers. Right, because Sly Cooper was in uh, was in Ghost of Tsushima, and then obviously Tekken no. and, and oh fuck me, well what then? <laughs> Fucking, <laughs> you're just ruining my vibe, Nick. I had I had a thing just then. I was I was on I'm one. I'm not trying to. It's not a million miles away. What from crossover? We are going to have a guess now, Jay. We are going to have. have <sighs> I don't know. Deus Ex is all I got. That's all I got. Right, I'm gonna be pissed if this is if I know what this Before is. Before I reveal the game, Al's gonna be happy because he's like he's not gonna get any of them, and you didn't get any of them. Yeah, he's, uh, you won this time. Uh, he was like, "You need to make him easier." I was like, "Nah, Jay will get him." Um, <laughs> Screw this you. game and so the pissed. last game were developed by the same developer studio oh, as God. was I don't know the first is. game. Oh, of course, Jay. it's the same developer. Of course, it is. What Capcom? Capcom didn't make Sly, did he? Sly. Or they're just a publisher. Who's the um, developer of Sly I don't know who the developer of Sly Cooper is. Who are the same as Ghost, probably. And who's that? I always forget. Sucker Punch! Sucker Punch, okay. And this game is in What fact, is Sucker Punch? Infamous. infamous. Oh, you bastard. I Have love you Inf it? Infamous 2. It's probably yeah. one of my favourite. One of my favourite Platinums ever. Because oh. I played the DLC, I played the standalone DLC as well. Dude, I told L to do first light as one of the covers. It's really, yeah, he should have done he that. Would have been not. awesome. 
Yeah, that was a hard round. I will uh, make hard it slightly mode. easier next time. I liked it though. That was good. It was, it was a good uh, trip down memory lane, as it were. I feel like the Pixel Five. It always is, honestly. That was fun. Good, good. Right, Jay. Uh, we're going to call it there. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for your time and your Pokemon pastures, as always. Pokemon passion. Pokemon passion. In the Pokemon pasture. The Pokemon, <laughs> the Pokemon passion police. We will see you maybe next week. I don't know when we'll see you, but you'll know when we. Yeah, know, next you know. sorting his sorting his life out, Stop I guess. That. Yeah, correct. <laughs> oh my god! Speak to you later. Maybe, maybe with a new game next week. Probably not. But anyway, yeah. we'll see you next. Whatever. Week. Honestly, I have to be in the right mood. So whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All Peace. Right.